0: The mystery and the miracle of the birth of Christ was the fulfillment of the promise that God would be with his people. The very name Emmanuel means God with us, and Jesus Christ is our Emmanuel. In this study, Scott Pauley reminds us of our ever-present Savior, God with us.
1: We have learned that in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself came to earth. Uh, We know that the Lord Jesus Christ is all God and all man. The Bible says, In him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Uh, Paul said that he was the image of the invisible God. So uh, we understand more and more about his name and his nature, Emmanuel, God with us. Then when you come to the opening pages of the New Testament, It is as if the Holy Spirit is driving this truth home to us because repeatedly we see this declaration of God's presence connected to the coming of Christ. Uh, For example, uh, to Joseph, uh, God with us, Uh, the Lord is with you. Uh, To Mary, the Lord is with you. And then the next main character found in the early pages of the New Testament is John the Baptist. And guess what truth we find yet again? The Lord was with John the Baptist. We return today to Luke chapter number 1. The first half of the chapter, of course, is is connected to what God did in Mary's life and the Lord's presence with her. But the last part of the chapter uh, gives us some detail and some description of what God did in the coming of John the Baptist, the forerunner of the Lord Jesus. Uh, Let's read just a verse or two at the end of Luke chapter number 1. This is the the passage where uh, John's father testified about what God was doing in all of this. And the Bible says in verse 65, And fear came on all that dwelt round about them, and all these sayings were noised abroad throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all they that heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What manner of child shall this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. Now, they're marveling over John. Isn't this interesting? But the real miracle child that was about to come was the one John was going to testify of, the one he was preparing the way for, which was the Lord Jesus Christ. But catch the phrase. Have you ever noticed it? At the end of Luke chapter 1, verse number 66, related to John the Baptist, the Bible simply says, And the hand of the Lord was with him. And we've repeatedly seen the expression, The Lord is with him, the Lord was with him, the Lord is with him. But here it says, The hand of the Lord was with him. We've done an entire study on enjoying the journey on the life and ministry of John the Baptist, so I'm not going to take the time to take you to all the other passages that are related to his life. Let's just take this phrase today. What do we learn about the Lord's hand being with John the Baptist? Well, first of all, there's a picture given to us here. Do you see the picture of a hand? Uh, What does the hand represent? Certainly, God's care, God's keeping. John the Baptist, of course, will have his season, his time. At the end of his life, he'll be beheaded. And so uh, we understand that he's not going to last forever. He's not the eternal one. Only Jesus is that. Uh, but during the period that God had for him to minister, he was in God's hand. Uh, the Lord took care of him. I love what uh, George Whitfield used to say. He said, I am invincible until God is finished with me. So the hand of the Lord gives us a, a picture of God's protective work, God's care and keeping of this man. He was the Lord's man. That's who he was. And Then there's not only a picture in this, there's also a power in this because in Scripture the hand of God is always connected to his strength. Aren't you glad that the same God who, who cares for us, who tenderly uh, ministers to us, is also strong to protect, to deal with the enemies, to give us what we need at every stage along the journey. The hand of the Lord was with this man. Now, that's an expression that's found in other parts of the Bible. Let me illustrate for just a moment. If you go all the way back to the Psalms, to Psalm 80 and verse number 17, the Bible says this, Let thy hand be upon the man of thy right hand, upon the son of man, whom thou madest strong for thyself. Now, this is prophetic. It's about Messiah. It's about Jesus Christ. He's the, the man at the right hand. Uh, God the Father's right hand. Who is there? The Lord Jesus Christ. But notice, one of the things that would mark Jesus' ministry is that the hand of God would be upon him. Now, the hand of God would demonstrate uh, the divine strength through his life. Oh, this is glorious. Uh, the same hand that rested on the Lord Jesus rests on the servants of the Lord Jesus. Uh, do you need strength today? God's hand is with you. Do you need help today? There can be no greater help than the right hand of Almighty God. And so there's a, there's a picture of care and tenderness, but there's also a power connected to this right hand. And then this is really what I want to get to. There's a purpose in it. What do hands do? Hands work. Hands have, have a mission. Uh, they're functioning. They're, they're accomplishing something. Uh, oh, this is, this is wonderful. It wasn't what John could accomplish. It was what the hand of the Lord could accomplish through John's life. When John simply yielded himself to God, God was the one who did the work. And what was the purpose? Why was God so mightily upon this man? Why was the Lord's presence so real in his life for one purpose? What was that purpose? If you read on in Luke chapter number 1, his father tells us, verse number 76, And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Why was God's hand on John? Why was the Lord with John the Baptist? For one purpose. It was so that he could share the Messiah with everyone else. Please don't miss the application to our lives today because the Lord is not just with you uh, just to meet your needs or just to give you strength. The Lord is with you so that through you he can be known to others. Uh, So many people seeking God's presence for their own ends. A friend... We don't use God. God uses us. So we don't seek the Lord's presence so we can feel better. We seek the Lord's presence and his power so that his purpose can be accomplished in all of our lives. In fact, this same phrase is repeated in the book of Acts, uh, the the record of the early church. And it's significant, the context of it. It's Acts chapter number 11 and verse number 21. Uh, It's the context of them going out preaching the gospel. And the Bible says, and the hand of the Lord was with them. And a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. One mark of God's presence, one mark of the Lord's hand is that through him, many people turn to the Lord. Through his power, others believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, We talked in our early studies about how we respond uh, to the presence of the Lord, how we live in the presence of the Lord. Let's turn it inside out now. We are to share him with other people. May God's presence be so in our lives. May the hand of the Lord be so upon us that every time we open our mouth, we're speaking of Jesus. And everything about our life is pointing people to Jesus. Don't keep him to yourself. If it's really good news, don't you think a world filled with bad news needs to hear it? If it's really good news, don't you think people with evil hearts need to receive it? If it's really good news, don't you think that we ought to take what we've received and relay it to someone else? By the grace of God, let's all do what John did. Uh, Let's share him with others today. And may the hand of the Lord be on you.
0: During busy seasons of life, it is important to be consciously aware of God's presence. In all seasons and in all circumstances, God has promised you His presence. Emmanuel is not simply a name, it is a promise. Be sure to visit enjoyingthejourney.org and sign up to receive Scott's weekly newsletter, Helping Your Joy, delivered each Thursday to your inbox. Your joy will be helped with short devotionals, ministry updates, and Scott's upcoming itinerary. Simply click on the subscribe link in the top right-hand corner. From Scott and all of us here at Enjoying the Journey, thank you for allowing us to be an encouragement to you.